102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And the Rolling Stones are back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. Hey, more exciting meetings about the Mayflower Marathon yesterday. Yeah, I'm not sure how much we can talk about no. the, this stuff, but I can tell you that uh, there's a lot of people looking to jump on board to make yep. this uh, a, a great event. In fact, we'll be talking to Dave Miner from Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements later on today about the uh, the Dave Miner Mayflower Marathon match. So that's coming up around 845. I actually, on the way to one of the meetings yesterday, witnessed a car accident right downtown. No kidding. Yeah. Glad pretty, it wasn't mine. Pretty, pretty exciting. Also, uh, Scott Zolak will be joining us after 8 o'clock today. We're going to talk about Patriots football. We'll talk about that last thing we just saw and what's coming up this weekend with the uh, with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. So there's that and other stuff. It's 535 and Rock 102. The Big Bunk in Sock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551. And Blue Oyster Cult with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. And more good weather today. Can you stand it? Uh, highs in the mid to high 70s. Lots of sunshine all the way really through Sunday when there's like a 30 or 40% chance of rain. Uh, let's see. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Uh, yeah. All right. There you go. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. You know all that talk about Leonardo DiCaprio and all his young girlfriends? Yes. Mm-hmm. We all forgot about the uh, the real OG of cradle robbing, Madonna. Back in 2008, she divorced Guy Ritchie, who was 10 years younger than her. She also had a brief fling with A-Rod, who was 17 years younger, and since then, all of her boyfriends have been at least 28 years younger than her. Her current uh, toy, Andrew Darnell, is 23. Madonna is 64, making that a gap of 41 years. a girl. What the hell do the two of them have to talk about? It's not about talking, Bex. It's really not about okay, talking. But, but, you know, at some point, every relationship... Uh, has to stand on whether or not you have things in common and things to talk about. She doesn't care. She moves on to another young one yeah. at that point. Uh, I mean, you know, that's that's like my kid's age. Well, and that's the weird thing. Darnell is younger than Madonna's daughter, Lourdes, who's 25, and two years older than her 21-year-old son, Rocco. Madonna's uh, plaything before was Alamac Williams, who was 36 years younger. His predecessor was Kevin Sampio who was 28 years younger when they dated from 2017 to 2019. You know, I used to date a girl in high school whose older sister was married to a guy who was older than her father. Mm-hmm. And it's like the boyfriend would have like all these old-time references that the dad was too young to understand. Yep. Talk about awkward. I, I've got yeah. somebody in my family, a, kind of a deep relative, a, you know, a cousin removed, whatever. He's a guy. He's like 30, and his new wife is like 55. All right. So okay. the other way. That's, that's, well, sort you know. of the same way as Madonna, I guess. Well, they, they point out that Madonna's pretty much always dated younger men, at least since she's been famous. Even her ex-husband, Sean Penn, is two years younger. The one outlier is Warren Beatty. He was 21 years older than her. Maybe that's but, where she got the ideas from. But they dated back in the late 80s. And it was for like a blink of an eye yeah. when they realized, hey, you know what? We have nothing in common. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where they went on that uh, the Dick Tracy movie? Is that the one yeah. where they were in that together? Yeah. Yes. I believe that's... That's true. Uh, The BBC has dedicated live feed of Queen Elizabeth's casket as she lies in state so that people can pay their respects without having to travel to London. It ends on Monday. Everything must go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I heard yesterday? People were waiting in line for as long as 30 hours. 
To see the casket of the queen? No, to get to go, you know, pay respects to the queen. Like, do you, what do you go to King Charles, and is that how you do it? Or? No, no, no. You just you know, you're like, she lies in state. Yeah. And so there's a line of people that that you know want to go through, and they're mm-hmm. expecting the line to be thirty hours long. I, I won't stand in line for an hour at Six Flags. Yeah. Never. And that's. <laughs> And that's something that's fun. Never mind standing 30 hours for something that's sad and depressing. People are going to be standing in line for hours to watch you get inducted into the Massachusetts no. Broadcasters Hall of Fame next week. No, they're absolutely not. <laughs> there, there will be no, The only line will be to the bathroom. Uh, Cardi B wants to know how regular people are making ends meet in this economy. Quote, my family and my friends, they're so grateful to have me, but it's just like, what happens to people who don't have a, have a me? How come she sounds so much like Nicki Minaj? Because uh, they hang out together a lot. That's what happens when she drinks Bacardi. When Cardi B drinks Bacardi. Yes. Uh, she sounds like a Nicki Minaj. Interesting. It's weird. John Stamos is releasing his autobiography next year. Thank God. I'd read that one twice. Uh, he says, quote, after losing Bob Saget, finally becoming a father and wanting to honor all of the colorful people who have made me who I am today, I figured, if not now, then when? I mm-hmm. hope there's a lot of pictures in that book. Yeah. Of, uh, damn well better he, of, not Rebecca, just of Rebecca Romaine. No, of him. My no, God, I want to so see his creamy. old wedding. I want to see his old wedding photos. Listen, you can just uh, write nothing in the book and just put pictures in it. I'll buy that. Uh, Ethan Hawke doesn't think he has the intelligence or DNA makeup to know what happens after death, but he does think there's something bigger going on than we're aware of. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not smart. No, I, you're not. I'll, I'll vouch for that. There you go. And uh, Ethan and uh, Uma Thurman's daughter, Maya Hawk, yeah, uh, said there's still movies of theirs she hasn't seen, like Reality Bites and Kill Bill and the Kill Bill films. It's hard to find the time to sit down and watch those movies. Let me tell you something. If she saw her mom behave the way she did in those Kill Bill movies, I know she would never talk back to her mom ever again. That would be crazy. She was bloodthirsty in those films. Oh, it was a Quentin Tarantino film. Somebody was bound to get killed. Yeah. So bloody, in fact, you almost have to laugh. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne is so determined to tour again that he's willing to be nailed to a board and wheeled out on stage. <laughs> what, a, that, what a showman. Isn't that what he's always done for the last five or six years? Didn't Liberace get nailed to something on, during his tours? Yeah, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't a board. No, but yet, again, yeah, I think what his a name showman. Was Scott. It was a baby grand. Mm. Uh, he's currently battling Parkinson's disease and is still recovering from a recent surgery. Quote, the stage is where I belong. The relationship I have with my audience is the biggest love affair of my life. <laughs> Survival is my legacy. <laughs> Who is that? Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, it's very good. I know what I eventually do to leave this place. It's going to be, ah, the man who bit the head off the bat joined the bat today. Now, is that Sharon Osbourne you just did? No, that was him. That was still him? That was still him. Uncanny. Well, he had some uh, he had some uh, tea to soothe his voice. Sure. Between the time that he spoke the first time and the second time. I can hear it. Eminem and Snoop ended their long-standing beef after Dr. Dre's aneurysm. Eminem says, quote, We were like, bro, this is stupid. This is stupid as hell to be feuding right now. You know, uh, those kinds of grudges. I thought they, they do were, nothing good for nothing good for nobody. I thought those were all fake, fake arguments. No, those were real beefs. I don't think they were. I think that was just for the entertainment industry. Can you we know, not call them beefs? By the way, I mean, come on, chickens or something. I mean, it's a you know politically correct day and age here. 
Is there like a beef lobby yeah, that's having a problem with this? Yeah, it's got to be something wrong with that. Just well, they, you know, they both owe Dre so much. The two of them. Without Dre, there may be no Snoop or Eminem. Yeah, you got nothing. Uh, just days after PNB Rock was shot and killed for his jewelry at an L.A. restaurant, Ice-T revealed that L.A. rappers generally know enough not to wear too much when they go out. In a series of tweets, he said, People are still hitting me up about my comments about L.A. gang culture. If you notice, L.A. rappers don't wear a lot of jewelry. Me, Snoop, Cube, Dre, Game, Kendrick, the list goes on. It's not because we're broke. L.A.'s just dangerous. Yeah. I get it. So, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. He's kind of victim blaming in a way, isn't he? Like, well, well, he was wearing all this bling, and that's why he got killed. You don't want to victim blame, but on the other hand, I mean, it's, he's probably right, and he would he would know for sure. Yeah, what's smart and what's not, and uh, and that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh yeah, the seasons are changing, and a Basque Dell. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know about you, but I happen to be the proud and satisfied holder of an Amazon Prime membership. You know, they don't just hand those out to anybody. Oh, no, I had to work for it. And with that Amazon Prime membership, I am able to receive free shipping on most of my important Amazon purchases. I can also expect, in some cases, either same day, next day, or two-day delivery of nearly everything that I buy. I also have access to Amazon Music, which I never use, and access to Amazon Prime Video, in which I am able to watch some things at no additional expense to me. Well, tonight, my Amazon membership becomes that much more valuable, because tonight begins Amazon's exclusive new coverage of Thursday Night Football. Man, what a barn burner they picked tonight with the Kansas City Chiefs facing the L.A. Chargers. Oh, man, that's a good game. But it's only a good game if you happen to have an Amazon Prime membership like me. I'm not so sure how many people know this, nor do I know how many people are under the impression that Amazon is a channel on your local cable service, because it is not. However, Amazon and the NFL are expecting that you'll all be sucked in and compelled to sign up. After all, Amazon did just jump uh, $13 billion into, the, into this thing, and it's costing them about $67 million for the right to carry just tonight's game alone. It's also why they hired Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet to cover the broadcast. But if you're not a member, then you, my friend, will be on the outside looking in, excluded from all the water cooler chit-chat around the office, ostracized from the exclusivity of being part of this very exciting new perk of your valuable Amazon Prime membership. Sure, they're raking you for $139 a year for the membership fee and a bunch of other things that you'll never use, but can you really afford not to bear the heavy expense? I certainly wouldn't want to be that guy who's calling all his membership-carrying friends like a freeloading jerk, hoping to move some space on the couch so he, because he's too cheap to join the club. I say you better join now, my friend, or you're going to be on the outside looking in. But hey, the Vermont Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm looking at the Ego battery-powered leaf blower. Now 180 bucks at Rocky's, and I'm looking at the website or the Rocky's app, or you can pick up the flyer at every Rocky's location. What's on sale at Rocky's? It's always at your fingertips. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 612 and Def Leppard. Le- Def Leppard. What? Ba- I know. Huh? 
I know. Fed Leper? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's well, a they, good name for a band. Hey, it is. They got to eat, too. Yeah. Uh, Def Leppard with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. And good weather today. Highs of about 70 with a mix of sun and clouds. I'm actually digging this weather. Yeah. This is awesome. This is perfect, right? Uh, tonight, it's supposed to get down to like uh, 43. Ah, nature's air conditioning. Exactly, Fantastic. Steve. My this, point. Yes. This, this is the best part of the year. Yep. Like, What is uh, tomorrow? I think the high is like in the 60s. Yeah. Fantastic. That'll be a good day for the uh, the Big E, the beginning of the Big E. You know what? Tomorrow is the start of the Big E. Mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of excited about the Big E. You know, this is like maybe the first time in a long time I actually decide to go. For whatever reason, you know, I don't, it's not just COVID that uh, prevented me from uh, from going. It's just, uh, you know, the idea of walking around for hours was uh, amongst a big crowd was not really a big, uh, a big push for me. But now I'm feeling like, mm-hmm. you know what? I should get out there. I should have my, uh, my my portrait done. I should go down the big yellow slide. I should try to win a Bon Jovi mirror by knocking down uh, something with softballs. And I'm not uh, I'm not just bragging here, but you guys are looking at one of the greatest whack and mole players that has ever lived. Man, I'm unbelievable. It's impossible to win that game. Come on, man. I have a natural talent. You know, some people uh, can dance. Some people can shoot baskets. I you. You win the big prize when you win. I whack serious mole. I bet you do. I'm whack. Mm. I'm the the greatest whacker you ever seen. I, I can see on this view uh, you doing that every day, <laughs> right here <laughs> on the other side of the board. That's yeah. not a mole. That's just a blemish. Ah, gotcha. Didn't you get uh, involved in some sort of traffic snafu going there one time years ago, or, well, or was that another appearance? No, no, no. I'm it, confusing that. It, no, it was at the it was at the Big E. Yeah, you know, because we've been do- like opening day, mm-hmm. and Dan's doing it uh, tomorrow. Um, you know, we typically do an opening day event with the VA mm-hmm. and it's right there on the Avenue Estates and there was one year I kept saying to myself whatever you do whatever you do don't take don't get, take the South End Bridge it's you're never going to get yeah. there on time and mm-hmm. I thought oh what's that uh, listen I'm leaving at 9 45 in the morning what could possibly go wrong left here at 9 45 the event was supposed to start at 11 I didn't get there until 1 just as the event was about to end. You took the South End Bridge, but you didn't go the way that you were told to go, which was through Agawam and the back end to come in through Gate 9. Right. That was stupid or on gate my one, part. I'm sorry. Gate 1. That that was very stupid on your part. And, Why? It, and admittedly, I, I didn't really know that route all that well. I didn't I, have the confidence. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have any sympathy for you. No, I know that, but uh, I completely missed that event. In in 27 years, I've never missed an event because of traffic. That was the only one. But thinking this is a year I go back, cause them a bunch of damage. You know, at 12.55, did you go, I don't think I can make it. No, I had called uh, the various managers around yeah. the building and said, "Hey, listen, I don't think I'm going to make it. I'm uh, I'm stuck in traffic with every other Yahoo trying to go to this thing." Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, "Well, don't worry about it. It's okay." And, yeah, yeah, we got road crew out there. They they took the right route to get there, and uh, and that was fine. Well, they also get there an hour and a half before you do. True. Yeah, I mean they were all set up, and I I, I did finally get there, mm-hmm. and uh, I had to park. Where did I park? I think I parked at. I parked at a lot that was right across the street, and I paid $25 to park in someone's front yard. Damn. Uh, because normally, you know, you'd, I'd go for like the $15, uh, you know, uh, you know, parking space. You know, gate nine was already just about full, so they weren't letting people in there. And I thought, well, I got I to gotta, I gotta come up with a 25 bucks. paid it, ran across the street, and then made it with like a minute to spare. Well, you need to look at the story running on 22 News right now. 
The headline titled, West Springfield Traffic Plans for the Big E. Talking to Will Reichelt and other officials mm-hmm. in West Springfield all about the plans in case you're headed to the Big E. And it says pretty much the same as last year. Well, I don't know if you're aware of this, Dave, but what you had last year is mm-hmm. pretty much the same as you've had for the last 90 years. <laughs> yep. There's not a lot of changes that go on from one year to the next. And there's a map there for your... Yeah, that's the map that they posted last year mm-hmm. and the last 15 years before that. But I think it was maybe a little less crowded two years ago with COVID. No, actually, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they have like like ridiculously high numbers two years ago? I like think people, so, yeah. People were still going out. I mean, they were masked. They were distanced. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you try to stay as far away they from only, many of the people there as you can. They only canceled it one year. Yeah. They only canceled it one year. Well, well, I love this part of the story, and you guys can speak to this. I can't, but... The mayor, Will Reichelt, encouraging people to utilize the city's bird scooters to help minimize traffic. So is that a, a good move? Yes That's or no? It's just him trying to get people to use those things. Hey, we bought all these things. Uh, yeah. Is anybody going to use them? Oh, you know what? Here, everybody's required to take one of these to the Big E. Mm-hmm. I don't know how comfortable I would feel tooling around in a scooter around the Big E. Grandpa Ed, how do you get people to ride scooters that don't want to ride them? And Ed Sullivan says, well, Sonny boy, sit down on my spinny yarn and tell you how how we used to use the scooters back in the 1930s. Why'd you meet me up at Collins Tavern and we'll discuss it over three fingers of bourbon? Well, you can't ride it around the Big E. You can ride it to and from, right? You can't, like, tool around on one of these at the Big E, can you? I don't think so. I don't, okay. I don't think that would right. be safe right. to do. I mean, it is. I mean, it does get wicked crowded. Mm-hmm. I think again. I think he's just trying to let people utilize the things that they all uh, fought so hard to buy <laughs> right. that nobody wants to ride. Mm-hmm. It happens. I, I've seen the, the the bikes up in Northampton. They do the the bike rental thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw those uh, the other day when I was driving through there. Uh, everybody's using those things up there. But that's Northampton. That's like yeah. a that and that's a totally different culture up there. Yes, the, you know, they 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 don't want to use like a vehicle that's going to blast a hole in the ozone. Whereas you know us down here in uh, in Hamden County, mm-hmm. we could give a frog's fat ass about the ozone. Yeah, but we're going to blast a hole through it. Then let's blast a real good hole. Mm-hmm. That's how we deal with things in Springfield, West Springfield, Agawam. You know, those are the kinds of communities that don't really care. I rented a bike once in one of those situations in Boston. That makes sense. You know, just to just to see what it was like to rent one of those. and it worked fine. And and you know, you, you picked it up at one location, you could drop mm. it off at another. I thought it was pretty cool, actually. You know, now, what, what do they take your credit card? Is that how yeah. they like yeah. in case you steal the bike? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they got your information. But, but what yeah. like um, what's about people that don't have like access to a credit card? I mean, there's obviously people who need transportation that would rent a bike. Well, they got security cameras to capture your image, I suppose. Yeah, I get, I'm just I'm just wondering like uh, what the whole how, how that whole thing works. I don't, know. I don't I don't really know. Anytime I've ever seen something that's going to require a physical uh, effort on my part, like mm-hmm. a bicycle, I kind of walk right past it and call an Uber. That's the responsible way to enjoy exercise. That's exactly right. Just walk right past the bike. Listen, just getting out of the car sometimes is all I can handle for exercise. I guess so. I feel like I got a real workout. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, the big E, uh, you know. Now you gonna uh, go? You gonna uh, take your girls and uh, and and, and what? And, 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 actually, you know what? My kids don't even care because <laughs> of the experience that we had last year. I told you we took them on like a Thursday afternoon, and there was so many drunk people there. It was and it. 
I don't know, man. It's just like the the, the smells, the horse manure, and the, you know the, the beads getting thrown at you off a Dude, parade float. You live in Huntington. Yeah, there's the smell of horse manure every 15 feet. No, in that town. there isn't. There's only on the farms. And uh, you know what? I don't visit the farms every day. I wouldn't uh, visit the Walmart without a roof there's either. With 40 the- different farms around Huntington. There's goats and there's pigs and then uh, then you got the farm animals down at the Big E too. You know, uh-huh. you see what I got? See what you did there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But uh, it, uh, my kids were like, yeah, no, we don't really care. No better endorsement for the Big E than <laughs> now, from Steve Nagel. My kids don't even care. Now, Dave, you have uh, no real prospect for real fun. Do you, are you planning on going? Probably not. Uh, probably not. Again, I get one. What a great endorsement, Dave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> am uh, I the only one that's thinking about going? Am uh, I Am I it? Well, you um, can represent the show, Bax. Uh, Look no, at see, it that I, way. No, no, no. See, yeah. here's the thing about the Big E. If, when you go to the Big E mm-hmm. and uh, you realize, okay, this is a, a state fair for all the New England states, mm-hmm. nobody cares that I'm there. Mm-hmm. In fact, most people who are there have never even heard of this show or radio station. Good. That's that's the it's truth. Good to be anonymous. You want to be anonymous, you go to the Big E. Yes. Great place to do it. No one cares. Yeah, no one really cares at all. They'll I'll tell you what, I mean I was once pushed out of the way for a turkey leg. Like get out of the way, mm-hmm. fatty. Mm. This is my sixteen dollar turkey leg. Wow. Uh yeah, I, I have no I have no interest. I'm going on Sunday for the Everclear show. Right. Because you interviewed but Art I'm only, Alexakis. But I'm only which I screwed up by the way. And anyway, so and I um so I, 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 I'm only going for that, but I'm only going for that short time. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not going for well, the whole day. Well, because you get to go backstage because of your friendship with Art Alexakis, the lead singer. Well, it's not my friendship. I just know people who've <laughs> yeah. gotten us backstage before. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but when you're there, though, I mean, you're, you're not going to grab a bag of uh, Tom Thumb Donuts? No, I'm you're, not gonna. Uh, no, I. I you're not gonna. You're not gonna grab like a like a big giant corn dog. I I will. You yes. know what? Can you loan me a hundred bucks and I'll never pay you back and I'll get all that stuff for you and I'll take videos of me eating it and send and I'll send the videos to you. I'll give you ten bucks. No, no, I want a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. What you just named four items that would cost at least. Well, I'm not saying you have to have all of them. You know, pick one that that uh, that that tickles your fancy and uh, go to town. Like, say for example, let's say. I'm going to give you a few bucks to get yourself a moon nut. I've had plenty of moon nuts before. Sure, you have, but he you was know, a what, lovely bull from. Uh, but this is another. Y- this is another year, and there may be another moon nut that you may not have tried. Well, I could get a moon nut, but I, I, I have no interest. Are the Tom Thumb donuts, by the way, named after the famous Bridgeport resident Charles Stratton, who became Tom Thumb? Is that is that where those donuts come Do from? Do you or? have your Dixie cups in front of you? Because no, uh, honestly, no, uh, no. no, they're 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 named after a guy who uh, burned his thumbs off making donuts. <laughs> oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, Billy the way. trash man says he'd buy me lunch if I went there. See, and like you know what, Billy doesn't make that much money hauling trash that he could afford lunch for me and him. You know what I might just do? What? I might go to the Biggie and I might hang out at the uh, at the uh, the area where the fort's at and hang out with my good time friends. Yes, because why not spend twice as much as you would for that cocktail as you would down on Fort Street? <laughs> I got news for you. <laughs> Sometimes my uh, my drinks are paid. Oh, by, yeah. By, I by they are. Friends. You and your good time buddies. Uh, that's why they're uh-huh. my good time friends. I guess you're not so anonymous after all at the Big E. Huh? Well, you got to pick and choose <laughs> okay. where you're going to go. Uh-huh. I mean, if I'm if I'm going to go to the Better Living Center to buy myself a mop, then you know, it doesn't matter who I am. I'm still going to pay top dollar for the mop, the Ginsu knives or... You know some uh, some saltwater taffy, but mm-hmm. if I'm on the if I'm at the uh, like the store and tavern, or if I'm at the at the at the fort, someone's gonna know me. I can't wait till we open the cannabis uh, uh, tents at the Big E. 
You know, know just a big giant tent with a bunch of dudes smoking weed underneath it. And if you, then, uh, if you had told me twenty yeah. years ago there'd be a vodka tent, yeah, at uh, at the Big A, Big E, I would have thought you're crazy. But then there's Paul Kozup with a vodka tent up there. But but think about that. The think about it. The uh, the the <laughs> Chachi. The, the the weed tent. Yeah, I know. If you had a weed tent. You would be able to sell ten times as much food as you would at the Big E than you normally do. You're damn right about that. And we not st- that you need a tent down there because you can smell it as you walk through the crowd. Oh, it's all over the place. That's- can you imagine though having it be a, like a sanctioned yeah. area of the Big E? Think about how many cream puffs you'd sell. That was the other thing that bothered me. And as a person who consumes cannabis. The smell of burnt marijuana is disgusting, especially when it's coming from probably 50 different people in an area. Yeah. So between the drunkenness and, and the weed smell and the horse manure, yeah, let's all get in the car and go to the Big E, all right, please. Well, listen, if you want to be that way, fine. I'm going to go buy myself a slap chopper and have myself the damn finest time at the Big well, E this year. Well, then you enjoy yourself, Mr. Slushy Maker. It's 625. We're back, Steve and Dave and Rock 102. This fall. <laughs> it's 628 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Yeah, going to be pretty nice today. Highs of about 70, mix of sun and clouds. Somebody just said, uh, I'll acknowledge you when I see you with the Big E so because he says he does care. Uh-huh. That's nice. But, yeah, the, the average person who's there mm-hmm. from, like, Maine, from uh, from Biddeford, Maine, doesn't really care. They don't know who we are. No, no, not, a, not at all. Yeah. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Uh, Nothing, really. We got Scott Zolak coming up later on this morning. We're going to talk about Patriots football and uh, maybe a little bit of Mayflower Marathon talk with uh, Dave Miner later on today. Ooh, Mayflower. Donation match. Yeah. Uh, Dave Miner has come along in a big way. Big time. And, in fact, uh, a number of people have in the last uh, 24 hours. So things are looking very, very good for the Mayflower Marathon. But, of course, we will need your help, and we'll tell you how you can do that. In, uh, in just a little bit. We had a meeting downtown yesterday, and on the way to the meeting, I saw a car accident occur right in front of me, actually. So as you're going down MGM Way and about to take a right toward the Sheraton there, what's that road there where you would take the right toward the Sheraton parking? Uh, Main St- uh, Oh, um, Bolin Way. Bolin. Yes, very yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, and right there, like right in front of me, I saw it happen. Your fault? No. You sure I, about that? I, I, again, if it, if it would help... The radio show with press or, or, or publicity, I would say yes, but no. It was, right. I had nothing to do with it. Uh, today I Learned is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Well, now it's time for Today I Learned. We're back, Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Today I Learned that Dad Joke David from Sunderland is back! <laughs> oh, good. Got some dad jokes for you. Are you ready? Yeah, yes. Sure. I once had a dream I was floating in an ocean of orange soda. Orange soda? It was more of a fantasy. Ah! <laughs> I love fanta jokes. Did you hear about the kidnapping at school? No. no. It's okay. He woke up. Ah! <laughs> You see, get it? Because he was the napping. He was napping I see. at school. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. the explanation. Why did the scarecrow win an award? I don't know why the scarecrow won an award. Because he was outstanding in his field. That's what they do. They take a lozenge. Dad joke, David from Sutherland. Don't call me later. Just call me dad. Coming up next in the news, a couple of interesting stories about the biggie, including. A grand prize you can win. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Now we- 632. We're back, Stephen Dave, on Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rum Hyundai. Gary Rum will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. 
It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. More on the Big E, guys. They've announced a prize that patrons can win. Uh, the Big E Twitter account saying they're hosting the Big E's first ever mystery giveaway to win what the fair is calling a, quote, secret grand prize. Patrons can scan a QR code on their fair ticket for the shot to be the first ever winner. You know what I would like to win? And I have said this before, and it's never really happened. I would like to win the butter cow. Hey. I'd like to be able to take the butter cow home with me. What do they do with that at the end? I don't really know. That's a mystery. What do you do with the butter cow after it's done? Is it's, it, a, it's not always a cow, though. It's a different thing. Like uh, It's a different sculpture every year. Yeah, but it? there's always a cow involved in it. There's always some sort of bovine type of theme to it. But to be able to win it and take it home with you, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, like you just like you, you take your two pieces of toast, right, and you just kind of wipe it all over the butter cow. Oh yeah, or you just take your little corn cob and just uh, yeah. right on his little nose. You see what I'm getting yeah. at? I was that that would be it, like the best prize you could give away? Then it looks like cow snots all over your corn. I would love that. Yeah, I have no problem with that at all. Uh, maybe this mystery prize is. The cow that you speak of. I don't know. It doesn't say here what the mystery prize is. I guess that's part of the allure. You know, I uh, I sent a, a a Facebook message to, to Gene Cassidy thinking, well, you know, if he's around. Yeah. I, I talked to him, see if I can get my hands on that butter cow. He didn't answer you, did he? Well, I, I mean, I sent it at like four o'clock in the morning. I don't even think he's awake yet. What about elephant ears? Do they have those? <laughs> they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Not as many as they used to. <laughs> That mystery prize at the Big E, by the way, will be announced on the last day of the fair. So if you want to enter, again, get the QR code for your ticket, scan it, and enter for the mystery prize. And if you're going to the Big E, you don't want to miss the Sky High Super Wheel. It's located on the North American Midway section. That's new. It's a Ferris wheel that, according to the Big E, saying is the biggest in North America. Hmm. All right. The, the the best in show, so to speak, of its kind. It features climate-controlled gondolas and Ooh. a new 150-foot 36-car super wheel. So, I'm glad yes. to hear that they're temperature-controlled. Remember that wedding I was telling you about that I went up to uh, in New Hampshire for? Mm-hmm. So it was up at the top of this mountain, Loon Mountain, and uh, which is gorgeous. I mean, the view is yeah. breathtaking. But in order to get up there, you either have to uh, you know climb the mountain yourself or sit in a two-person gondola. Now, I'm all dressed to the nines, man. I'm looking fantastic at the bottom of that mountain, right? I mean, I'll dr- I'm wearing a jacket. I'm wearing a, you know, your very comfortable uh, you know, clothes. It's a it's a 90-degree day, and, you're, and we had to get into this uh, gondola, which r- was not temperature-controlled. And so basically what you had was the greenhouse effect. So I get out of this thing. I'm going to freaking flop sweat by the time I get to the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get back down from the mountain is to get back into the uh, the unvented gondola and go down all the way to the uh, into the clubhouse into the uh, into the lodge. I was so sweaty it was unbelievable. Oh, oh. sweat! I, I sweat right through my clothes. You could have wrung me out and and filled up a pond. I know the feeling. According to Gene Cassidy, who you mentioned before, this big wheel that's keeps on turning, climate controlled, and that as well. It's all lit up at nighttime, and it's 150 feet in the air, and he says you can see all the way to Hartford. And you don't know where you'll be tomorrow. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You can see Hartford from the very tippity-top. That's what it says. Hmm. Like what? Like 
Well, that, the, the wonderful you, sights of, da- of yeah, downtown. Like, how far can you see yeah. from West Springfield? I can see Hartford. all the traffic backed up to Hartford. Well, mm. I know on the top of that uh, that mountain up in uh, that Skinner State Park up in uh, Hadley there. Yes, that you can see Hartford on a clear day. Yeah. Right, but I I mean, how wh- how good of a view can you get from only 150 feet up in the air? Pretty good view, actually. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can see quite a lot. A ride on the Sky High Super Wheel will require seven regular ride tickets, according to the Big E. And each ride ticket is $300. Now, will I be able to uh, blow it all Sky High? You will be able to blow it all Sky High. Oh, who is that? Is that Starbuck? Maybe. Oh, that is a great man. tune, man. That's a lost classic from the 1970s. Sky High. I got to I got to find that one. Yeah. Uh while you're looking for that, some immigrants were sky high and landed at Martha's Vineyard yesterday. The immigrants from Venezuela and Colombia, and many of them had no idea where they were going because they were being shipped from out of state. And apparently, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis taking credit for putting the immigrants on a plane and dropping them off at Martha's Vineyard. Uh, it was not uh, Starbuck. It was Jigsaw. Oh. And I think... Oh, yeah, this is it right here. Man. This is a great one. I haven't heard this in probably 25 years. <laughs> Sounds epic. <laughs> Freaking fantastic. Jigsaw. You don't know the song? No. Really? You will when the hook comes in. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've heard this before. Yeah, the, the, uh, the drummer was the singer. Oh, is that right? Yeah, very much like uh, like Phil Collins. Yes. Or uh, that guy from Night Ranger. Here it comes. You blown it all sky high. All right, now I know. Oh, great song, man! Mm. Great song. I, I'd sing that at the very top of that of that Ferris wheel when I'm, you know, getting sick to my stomach. Well, maybe the immigrants did when they were on their way to Martha's Vineyard. Again, back to that story. The governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, apparently sent two planes of immigrants as part of his state's relocation program. So he figures, well, and I quote from the story: states like Massachusetts, New York, and California will better facilitate the care of these individuals who they have invited into our country by incentivizing illegal immigration. Again, that's the quote of Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, explaining why he sent the immigrants from Florida and Texas up to Massachusetts. So these immigrants got off at Martha's Vineyard like, wow. Hey, this is pretty nice, too. Yeah. Wait till they see what happens about a month and a half when the temperatures drop to the 30s. They won't like that very much. Uh, DeSantis uh, blaming the policies of the Biden administration for allowing sanctuary states for illegal immigrants. So we got a bunch of immigrants on Martha's Vineyard and, uh, you know, Governor Charlie Baker's helping taking care of them all, making sure they have safe places to stay. And a driver's license. Yes. Because that may happen, too. Amtrak suspending its east-west passenger train from Boston through Springfield to Chicago. So if you're planning on traveling in or out of Springfield on Amtrak, there's going to be a big strike. And ahead of that, closures of some of the Amtrak lines. Uh, The Amtrak folks relying on freight railroad-owned lines 
also planned to suspend the train service north of Springfield with the Vermonter and the Valley Flyer. This will all happen tomorrow if a settlement is not reached in the impending strike. Well, hopefully that gets resolved. Yes. Service south of Springfield in the Hartford line with Amtrak and the CTR rail to Hartford and New Haven will not be impacted. You don't want to mess with these railroad people. I tell you, you know, for all the people that complain about, you know, uh, oh, these people are complaining that they, you know, they don't get enough sick days or whatever. Mm-hmm. That is one of the hardest jobs to do. Mm-hmm. Not to be working on the choo choos. Not what I did, but the actual people that work on the mm-hmm. on the trains. Yeah, it's a that's a they're long days. They're it's a miscommunication all the time yeah. from the corporations and all that other good stuff. And uh, you know, uh, this is, you think the supply chain is bad now? Wait till the railroads stop running in this country. Right, that's yeah. what's going to make it even worse. Yeah, you know, I always felt like uh, being a conductor is a pretty sweet gig. You just Not, walk up and down the uh, the train with a with a hole punch, and that's what you do. Yeah, that's uh, that's on the passenger train. I'm talking about the uh, the freight trains. There's also a conductor on there. You know what they do? They stand outside most of the day, telling the train, uh, you know, which track to back up to, and how many uh, car lengths you got left to go, mm-hmm. and all that other good stuff. Doesn't sound like a complicated gig. Really, you want to walk uh, like that in uh, no, negative fifteen I, I, degree weather in the middle of winter? Oh hell no, no, I don't yeah. want to do that. But you know, somebody else might want to do that. Nobody wants to do that. It's just part of the job. What about these hole punch guys? What about the hole punch guy? Do they have a lot of job satisfaction? I don't think so. Like, do they get like the, on the day they get a brand new hole punch and say, "Man, this thing is so much better. My life has changed around. I really love my job." No, no, that's not how that works. Uh, it was about this time a couple of days ago that Steve did the story about the Walmart that he visited with the illegal dumping into the urinal. Yeah. Which which Walmart was that again? The Hadley Walmart, the, the one that's supposed to be nice. All right. <laughs> We've got another situation of illegal dumping of a different type. Holyoke City officials looking for the public's help in identifying someone they claim was involved in illegal dumping of a different type. The person reportedly seen on surveillance video engaging in dumping two black couches out of a white truck oh that had to be painful at the city's <laughs> department of public works would you eat a cushion last oh night jesus <laughs> those oh, aren't portion control fella. <laughs> yeah, yeah whoa those aren't pillows i gotta stop eating that buffet at bob's <laughs> <laughs> why do you start with something small like an ottoman or something or or a, a men's chest you know the reason you ate raymore and vladigan <laughs> <laughs> There is a guy that eats. I doubt it. <laughs> there is a guy that eats bicycles. By the way, his name is Manjtu. He eats everything, and that's like a stage act that he does. Yeah. He eats an entire yeah, bicycle. I, I've seen that before. <laughs> like, wow, that is a lazy boy right there. <laughs> Six forty-three with back Steve and Dave. We got a mass hat from Massachusetts coming up next on Rock One Hundred Two. GG Inks. Rock One Hundred Two Springfield's Classic Rock at six fifty, and Van Halen with back Steve and Dave and Rock One Hundred Two. Uh, it is uh, going to be, uh, let's see, sunny and a high of 70. Tomorrow more of the same with the 73. It's 59 downtown Springfield. The uh, Mayflower Marathon, as many of you know, has a brand new home at MGM Springfield. Uh, more details are on the way. Uh, but uh, people are really starting to step up, including Dave Miner from Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. Now through October 7th, Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvement will match all monetary donations made to the Mayflower Marathon online up to $5,000, which is very, very generous. You visit rock102.com and you click on the banner to donate. 
uh, Dave Miner's Mayflower Marathon match from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Got some very exciting stuff in the in the works right now with the Mayflower Marathon, like really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, even even perhaps more exciting than when we had the Big Giant Man uh, last year. Pretty, I don't know how it can get more exciting know, than that. I, I, I know, but uh, I think this is going to be a pretty special year. So please pay attention. Uh, more information is on the way on Rock 102. 651. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. As is usual, we have a couple of different mass hat awards to give out today. One to a driver that got stuck under the North Street Railroad Bridge. Northampton police had to go to the rescue around 2.30 yesterday afternoon. An oversized RV connected to a pickup truck stuck under the 11-foot bridge. How many, uh, how many bridge morning- ran out of gas. He was yeah. delivering the bridge. It mm. ran out of gas, and yeah, uh, he got stuck. Got stuck. Mm. This happens uh, right? every couple of years right? or so. Someone misjudges whether or not they should go under that bridge and say, oh, how 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 bad could it be? And then it, it winds up being very, very bad. And then you got to let the air out of the tires yep. and, and all of that stuff. And sometimes that works, and sometimes it really doesn't. It all depends on how much... On how uh, much you misjudge. I wonder if these one, there's one of these in every city. Because Steve and I have talked about it in Syracuse along the parkway to Onondaga Lake. There's a similar one there. There has to be one of these in every city across the United States, I would think. Um, because they didn't always build bridges with certain specs. Well, the thing is, every one of these bridges usually has like a clearance yes. you know, posted on it. So yes. if, you're, if you're driving in a vehicle that is close or bigger you should know better not to go through it and uh man that rv i bet you he was going to that uh west hatfield uh, or camping world of west hatfield yeah he was probably oh, i gotta go you know what i'm gonna close this puppy up for the season let's ah, uh, you know i take this shortcut through new hampton nothing will go wrong mm. and then you get to that bridge and then the whole top of your uh your rv is gone well he attempted to go in reverse and then he attempted to go forward again and he yeah. ruined the entire top of the oh, rv uh, by the man. way the rv three feet taller than the minimum height requirement for that bridge. I, how, how do you not know the specs <laughs> on your vehicles? Three feet. Three feet. Yeah, how would you not know how tall that thing? If, I'd be like watching that thing all the time. If, I'd be freaking out going under one of those gas port things. If you didn't know, you probably shouldn't be driving them under bridges. I Hello? mean, that, that, that's... Uh, I shouldn't be driving them at all. No, probably right? not. Good point. Another Mass Hat Award to Paris, France. Apparently, they're turning off the, the lights at the Eiffel Tower. For what? The City of Light will now be a little darker because they're trying to conserve energy at the spectacle known as the Eiffel Tower. So it's now going to be dark at 11.45 p.m., whereas normally it stayed lit until 1 in the morning. Well, can they use uh, LED bulbs? You, you know, think, that, Those right? are efficient. Yes. So uh, apparently they think they're going to cut the energy costs in the City of Paris by 10%. And other monuments in Paris, France, will turn off even earlier at 10 p.m. All part of a big plan, mm. according to the mayor of Paris, France. Okay. You so. know, they could conserve water by not showering, but they haven't been doing that since the beginning of time. <laughs> <laughs> Those French.
So if you're planning some travel overseas, you better get to see the Eiffel Tower during the daytime, I guess, or early enough in the night so you can see the beautiful lights. Well, there you go. Mm. That's 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 beautiful. Just bring a flashlight with you. <laughs> it's coming up on 655 with back Steve and Dave. We've got the 102-second sports next on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 710 and the Who with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. It's uh, it's going to be uh, nice today, sunny and a high of 70 tomorrow. More of the same with a high of 73. It's uh, 59 in downtown Springfield. I know you I know you got something to get to here, but I just wanted to mention this real quick. I was reading this headline this morning mm-hmm. about this guy. He was, he was a guy lost in the Colorado wilderness and nearly left behind by the by the rescue helicopter after searchers mistook the distress call for hello. Well, you gotta say hello, Jerry. <laughs> well, that's the way you introduce. That's <laughs> yeah. the way you introduce your so, calamities. So, the, so the, the, the explanation for this rescue helicopter. This guy is on a, like a hunting trip, and he gets disconnected from his hunting buddies, yep. and then he's out in the middle of the wilderness, and then the the, the rescue helicopter <laughs> goes right over him, and he does this up in the air, waving his hand up, and then uh, the, the the helicopter just flies away, and then they they eventually realize that they they missed this guy, and yep. they went back and got him. And, and then the excuse from the rescue people were like, well, you should really know how to signal a helicopter. How many ta- How many people have ever told you the right way to signal a helicopter, which is putting both hands above your head? Yes. You didn't look panicked enough? Is that what it was? I, it must not have been, but uh, that almost seems like uh, I didn't want to do my job today kind of thing. Like, yeah, there's that guy down there. Oh, he looks all right. Let's just keep going. Bob. Yeah, he seems like he's doing fine. You know, Larson, the cartoonist Gary Larson, there's, yeah. there's a yeah. great one panel of a very similar situation, one of the funniest I've ever seen of uh, it's it's like from above in a in a rescue helicopter, and they're looking down on a deserted island. And oh, I've a, seen this. And yeah. there's there's a guy similar waving yeah. his hands, and he's got like he's obviously gotten all that he can do to spell out the word help on the sand using logs and twigs. Yeah. But he didn't quite finish, and the guys in the helicopter are like nah. Looks like it says health. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not help. It's health. Yeah. It's like this guy. Yeah. You know, you know what I would have done to avoid all this stuff? Yeah. I would have stayed home and spent the uh, the weekend inside. At, uh, there's no yeah. chance of me getting lost there. You were almost. I was right here. I'm sorry. You didn't put up the right hand. You didn't say the right word. <laughs> you didn't know you the didn't, secret sign. You didn't say pretty please with your both hands in the air. God, unbelievable. I uh, got a health tip for you here. Uh, having sex or masturbating more can help with kidney stones. All right. According to research at the Universitatis Erlanga in Surabaya, which is apparently in where the heck was it? I just looked it up a moment ago. Oh, it's in Jakarta. It's oh, the, it's the in Indonesia. Yes. Yeah. Capital well, city of Indonesia. I was going to say their football team stinks. Right. Uh, apparently, they've studied folks who have sex or masturbate three or four times a week, and none of them are having kidney stone problems. Well, you know, uh, the thing is, I mean, I know people who uh, who have had kidney stones, and uh, and they're always uh, you, you know doing prevent you know, doing preventative care. Yeah. So I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think you can still have them and still you know be manipulating if you know what I'm talking about. People can also reduce their risk of developing kidney stones by drinking plenty of water. So either drink lots of water or have lots of sex with someone else or with yourself. Can I do both? 
Yeah, yeah, but it affects your vision, so you'll, you won't be able to find someone who you have sex with. No, that's all right. You won't uh, worry about what you're doing, what you're putting yourself into, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. You'll never have kidney stones. Then. Yeah, you'll be, yeah, be safe from that. I've never had kidney stones. You guys were telling me a few minutes ago off the air. You, I, I can't even imagine. It says, you know, from people that I've talked to, it's like one of the most painful things you can experience. I've had one before. Did you really? Years ago, I had one. Huh. It was awful. Yeah? And uh, they made you catch it with a little, uh, it was like a little uh, teaspoon with a net in it. <laughs> it was almost <laughs> like a strainer. And you had to catch the stone in it. Yeah. And then you had to bring the stone back to the doctor. We it, had- it, it lasted, it was like a good day and a half before it uh, of pain before it finally came out. We used to have a producer here uh, many, many years ago, and, and he had a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> poor kid. The poor kid. I mean, you could. T- I mean, you could just tell that he was so uncomfortable, and yeah, you know, it was just like you know, searing, flesh ripping pain. Sure. And he finally goes up to the to to the bathroom in between uh, in between like songs or something like that, and he comes down with the spoon and the cup <laughs> to show yeah. us. He said, "Look wow. at this! Right, right. Look at this!" And I'm like, "Dude, I I I didn't want to know about your kidney stone when it was inside of you. But I don't want to know about it now that it's out of you." But Holy cow, man, I can't even imagine passing one of those things. I mean, it looks like a like one of those uh <laughs> those those martial art throwing stars that that's it's coming out of your junk. And how how painful on a scale of 1 to 10, Steve, when you had that experience? I would say a 15. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Well, you weren't masturbating enough back then or having enough sex I apparently. I don't know. I think it, well, I was definitely not having enough sex, but uh <laughs> masturbating uh, I was all right in that department. You were more than 3 <laughs> times a, a week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, rounding the sausage every day. Yeah. Well, you gotta be. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, how diligent can you really? Can you really? Be? I mean, I gotta believe though. If you're going through that that experience, the last thing you want to do is do anything sexual. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't even know. Yeah, I don't think uh, you really can uh, get that out of you. Yeah, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Yeah, head injury, Dale. Hey, head hey. injury, Dale. How you doing? No, oh. <laughs> but he says oh, that now, so we don't know he's drunk. Dehydrated. <laughs> Society, we all got to drink more water. Yeah, that's that. That's yeah. a very good point. And uh, how, yeah. have you had ever had a kidney stone? No. So you're obviously getting enough too. <laughs> Head injury, Dale yeah. has yeah, been through yeah. quite yeah. enough <laughs> in his time. You know, masturbation gives you brain damage. Oh, yeah. You know that. I <laughs> 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 right, hey, listen. Okay. Two things. One, I'm glad you called, and then two, I'm glad you introduced yourself as head injury Dale, yeah. like we talked about two weeks ago. Because I would have said you were drunk right. again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've made yeah, the right. same mistake too. God, <laughs> it's an easy mistake to make, you know. Yeah. No, absolutely. Sure. And, you know, we don't want to be in the position of insulting you at all. Right, right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I love your show. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, right. right. All right, Thank thanks, you. Dale. We appreciate it. Head injury, Dale. That is great. Yeah, that's, a, that's the yeah. best nickname we've ever given anybody. Uh, that's uh, what uh, we're we're popular with the handicap. <laughs> does yeah. does Stephen Hawk have a nickname for himself or not? No, you know what he wants to do. He yeah. wants he wants to let us borrow his his, his handicap placard. So we can, so we can park at the big E. <laughs> and then I was like, well, what, you know, I said, you know, him and I have a, we we look alike. Him and I kind of look alike a little bit. A little bit. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, nobody would really question uh, the picture on the placard. Right. Because the, the official ones, you know, like the one he's got, has got the your picture on it. 
That's where you see people oh. covering it up all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I said, so I can pass for you. And he goes, you, you know, they don't really check anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, they can't. They can't ask you what your handicap is. That's one of those questions. Like, what? You know, if you, if you see somebody get out of a car, yep. you can't ask them what's your handicap. Yeah. If, even if they're looking perfectly fine. That's up to a, a law enforcement officer to, to mm-hmm. decide whether or not this person is violating a parking. See, if someone came up to me and asked me what my handicap would be, I would say it's a 15, but please put me down to the 12. Hey, oh, that's L- what I golf would humor, sir. Like, that's a golf joke. Yes, uh, my folks have a handicap placard for their car mm-hmm. because you know they got huge joint problems. They're 80 years old, and, and you keep smashing your uh, yeah, your stepdad's head pushing down the, the stairs. The wall. Head injury, Matt. By the way, his new nickname. <laughs> It's uh, just about 719 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102 with Aerosmith. How does Stephen Tyler get away with singing about shaking your A without that being bleeped? Right? Um, I, I, I don't. I think the word uh, that you're trying not to use, uh, ass, mm. is uh, it could be any number of things. Okay. I mean, maybe he's talking about uh, barnyard livestock gotcha. uh, rather than say like a a derriere a, of a woman ah. yes okay I mean, we don't know all I right mean, he used a lot of metaphors in his uh, lyrics over the years yeah he's a clever lyricist that's for sure he was uh, we'll get to some animal problems at the big e by the way coming up in the news in just a few minutes speaking uh, of animals and uh, also scott zolak will be joining us uh next hour we're gonna talk about uh, patriots football brought to you by bud light the official beer sponsor of the national football league mm-hmm. so that's coming up and uh, he'll be joining us every thursday Throughout the uh, the Patriots regular season, and, and if they get to the playoffs too, we're going to be talking um, uh, to a Steelers broadcaster too, right? Yeah, I think we're going to have him on tomorrow. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll get the. Right. I think he's the play by play guy for the Steelers since 1994, and even before that, he was with them for like 20 years as like one of the sideline right. guys. So. so we'll ask that guy if he's got any Patriots jokes, and we'll ask Scott Zolak if he's got any Steelers. There jokes. you go. There, Ooh, you, there go. you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then we'll a, have them fight it out. Yeah, yeah. pit them against yeah. each other. That's, I like that. That's mm-hmm. the best. Yep. Uh, we have news coming up next on Rock 102. The Leah Hyundai buyback program is 7.30. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Aqua Pump. Aqua Pump is an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Last hour, we told you about the potential for the suspension of Amtrak service east-west from Boston through Springfield and into Chicago and other sites, this ahead of a strike which was ongoing. And all of this would have happened if a settlement was not reached. Well, according to CNN.com, a settlement has been reached, at least tentatively. Unions... Yeah. Unions now you can and, work yeah. all the live long day. Unions and management reaching that tentative deal early today. Now, was uh, the shop steward Dinah uh, involved in this? Is, they did no. reach her in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, some, I, I know about somebody that. Somebody was on the negotiating table with yeah, Dinah? Yeah, well, that would have been Rick Patino, I think, probably. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the table is usually where you'll find them. Yeah. Spread eagle. So this averts the freight railroad strike that had threatened to cripple the U.S. supply chains and thus our economy. It would have been bad. It would have been really bad. The deal with unions representing more than 50,000 engineers and conductors. Who knew there were that many train engineers and conductors? You, You were part of the train industry, Steve. Yeah. I went to a I went to a conference once. 
my brother was a uh, he still is a union representative mm-hmm. and uh out in Vegas they had to I think it was the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones they hired for the dinner. Really? They yeah. do they do like corporate events now? Well, the unions? No, I mean yeah, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. They'll, they'll play at a corporate event? Well, I, mean, I guess anybody who's willing to pay enough money huh. uh, for people like that. They had, uh, and then uh, my brother was telling me they had Peter Noon once. Ooh, from yeah. the Herman's Hermits uh, Band. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. The deal with the unions was announced by the White House about 5 o'clock this morning. I didn't know they were up and working at the White House that early. The Biden administration calling it a, quote, important win for our economy and for the American people, end quote. I'm sure he rolled over and went right back to bed. Maybe. Or maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was some of his functionaries making yeah. it. What time is it? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, where's my pills? I'm not sure he has access to all of his functionaries. No strike at the Big E coming up, but there will be protests. According to MassLive.com, the Western Mass Animal Rights Advocates mm-hmm. are planning to protest several of the Big E's exhibits. The group will protest for all three weekends, they're saying. <sighs> Specifically, they'll be protesting the Comerford Zoo's camel and pony rides mm-hmm. and the use of lemurs, Patagonian cavies. What the hell is that? What's a Patagonian cavy? The oryx and several other animals also in the scope for these animal rights activists. How do you right. spell pavy? P, uh, K, uh, C-A-V. Oh, cavy. I-E-S. Patagonian cavies. The group claims that the zoo keeping animals on display in tiny isolated trailers for people to gawk at simply will not pass. They're, uh, they're rodents very similar to like a guinea pig or a rabbit. Okay. But bigger. Yeah. But you know the thing uh, that I find about protesting at uh, situations like this? That when you have, uh, say, a group of four or five, maybe even as much as 15 protesters Mm -hmm. uh, in front of a place that is crammed with 200,000 people standing in line for a baked potato, your little protest really means nothing to anybody inside. And of course, I mean, all- am, am, am I wrong? If you were in the Big E and you saw there were protesters mm-hmm. out there, are you going to say, you know what? I think they're right. But there is a moon nut waiting for me mm-hmm. inside and a corn dog. Well, it just adds to the people watching spectacle, in my opinion, if you've got protesters involved. It's just part of the pageantry of an event like that. Polit- uh, political posturing at the Big E means nothing to me. Move out of them away, uh, hippie. I'm going inside to have myself. Uh, a slap chopper at the at the Better Living, Living Center. I got a, I got a sham wow and a miracle mop I got to get. What about that slushy maker? I may get that too. And I need to refresh my memory of these incidents because I'm real, fairly new. But in 2019, you guys joke about it all the time, an Asian elephant, Beulah, had died at 54 after suffering from blood poisoning from a uterine infection at the Big E. Could happen to any one of us. Any one of these protests? Well, I don't think a UTI. I don't think a UTI for not. I don't think we could get one. I don't think a UTI. We, I, do we have a uterus? I don't think we do. Well, I mean, I mean I, well, okay, you? a uterine infection. Yeah, women can get them. Yes, yes. I'm just. You said any of us. I don't believe we can. But we who can knows? get UTIs. UTIs, we can. Sure, get. sure. Those uh, don't always end great. A Springfield man is in custody after allegedly hitting a police officer in the face. You can't do that, as it turns out. Vil Manuel Mulero Vasquez 
allegedly armed with a knife when he began an altercation with a store clerk at a Pride gas station on East Columbus Avenue. This happened early Saturday morning. He had previously trespassed at the store, this suspect, after attempting to steal some items. So an officer inside the gas station tried to intervene. And Molero Vasquez pushed him and then allegedly began hitting him in the face while the officer was talking to Molero Vasquez and taking him into custody, the guy attempted to grab the officer's gun out of his holster. And he, all the while, the clerk is still saying, welcome to Pride, as people walk in the door. Right. Because they never not do that. You do realize that uh, if you assault a police officer and grab for his gun, mm-hmm. he has the legal right to shoot you until you are dead. You do realize, right? You, you do mm-hmm. well, understand that? We do, but maybe uh, Mr. Molero Vasquez did not. Yeah, well, he let his impulses get the best of him, and he's lucky he's not uh, hes not dead. You're not coming into my Chester's chicken and screwing up this place. <laughs> this is my t- This is my chicken tenders. These are my wings. Do they have... Do they have a Chester's at that Pride? I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. They got they're actually popping up in a lot more locations, so maybe they do now. I've never seen one before. A Chester's chicken? No. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one on uh, North Main Street in East Lombard. Yeah, right? yeah, there's one right there. Yeah, right, right down, down there on, on the town line. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have, have uh, Subways. Uh, some of them have Subways and Dunkins in them, and oh, yeah. then some of them have. Uh, uh, these Chester's chickens. You know, if uh, Kaczynski's internship had lasted one more week, I think we would have sent him to Chester's for some fried chicken. Excellent. I, I did receive a, a text from Kaczynski just the other day asking when he could come on our show next. Yeah. So I'll defer to you. Tell him never. Well, he's probably listening right now. I don't care. Before he goes to. He's never coming on the show. He got the message straight from you, Steve. Sorry, Ted. There you go, Kaczynski. Ted, Ted, you're terrible. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He is terrible. He is a a diamond in the rough. Didn't he join you at at an appearance recently, Steve? Oh, God. (laughs) It was like the worst two hours ever. It's like, oh, my God. Why does this make it seem like it's four, Ted? (laughs) (laughs) I was actually, actually, Ted and I had a great time at that event. There you go. uh, Because I'm just kidding. Uh, Ted and I had a great time at that event. He uh, he took video of some guy fighting with himself in the parking lot of the Eastfield Mall. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's video of this guy yeah. like doing what? all this kung fu stuff, and he's uh, he's fighting someone imaginary. Oh, okay. So he wasn't actually hitting himself. He no, was, he was just no, he was but, just uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't like Tyler Durden beating the crap out of himself. He was just <laughs> he was beating the crap out of the imaginary uh, opponent. Who won, had. by the way? I believe he did. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He seemed to get the best of that yeah. sack of he, air in front of him. That guy walked away unscathed. It was crazy. <laughs> Those are some of the biggest battles in our lives. But God, Ted, jeez, yeah, <laughs> God, I sit with that kid. Well, he's he's busy going to class right now. Oh. Yes, yes, he yeah, is. Winu, yeah, he has class. I didn't know that. Hey, oh, why don't you call me? Hey, Massachusetts <laughs> SNAP benefits are being stolen, and it's a big problem. More than two thousand households have been victims of skimming. Within just the two months of this summer, where criminals duplicate credit and debit cards by placing card readers on ATMs or point-of-sale terminals, and people don't realize it's happening, the practice also gives criminals access to people's SNAP benefits. And so they're trying to figure out a way to correct that problem at the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Good thing I only have crackle and pop benefits. Yeah, right. (laughs) That's, That's the only thing you can afford. The Toy Hall of Fame 
We'll be inducting some new toys coming up, and they always do this, and they give you the class of 2022 here so you can vote on them. I've only heard of half of these toys. Maybe you guys can help me identify the others here. Bingo is on the list. You know that one? I do know that one. Light Bright is on the list. I do know that one. Okay. Catan. Anyone? Catan. C-A-T-A-N. Wasn't, uh, wasn't he the actor that played Mango on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> It's not Chris Catan. Not Chris Catan. But it's so it's it, it said as Catan, the settlers of Catan. No idea what that is. And obviously I, I have no it's, idea. it's famous enough to be up for induction into the Toy Hall of Fame. Is it uh, Irwin Mainway uh, releasing those toys with the bag of oily rags and the It's bag a bag of, of glass. <laughs> it's John, a bag of glass. Johnny bag of glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kid wouldn't love to play with a bag of glass? <laughs> Now, we put a label on every bag. It says, kid, be careful, broken glass. <laughs> One of the best bits ever. Uh, Masters of the Universe is also on the list of nominees. All right. Oh, that's my favorite. Nerf, Nerf toys on the list. The Pinata, also on the list. Is that really a toy? Do you play with a Pinata or you just beat it with sticks? Phase 10 is on the list. What is Phase 10? Uh, it's in between Phase 9 and 11. Oh, that explains it. Any, nothing? Face 10? I, I have no I'm idea. looking it up. Hang and, on. And then did Hang we on. find out what Catan is? Because I don't know what that is either. Uh, no. Phase 10 is a card game. Okay. Pound Puppies on the list. How do you spell Catan? C-A-T-A-N. Maybe it's pronounced Catan. I don't know. Uh, it's, a, it's a game. It's a trade, build, and settle. A Midwest Model Railroad. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's a popular that. toy. Popular enough to be nominated for induction into the National Toy Hall of Fame in Rochester, New York. Okay. You can vote again at the museumofplay.org. Another toy being nominated, Racco. Oh, Racco's a good game. I don't know that one. Oh, right. You get you had like a, a, a rack. You literally had like a plastic rack. And then you get cards, and you got to put them all in order. Uh, you know, one, you know, you like it, like one card at a time. Mm -hmm. That's a good game. Racco. It's a creative toy, that broken glass. Teaches kids about light refractions, prisms, that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Spirograph rounding out the oh, that's a good one, top too. nominees for induction this year into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Mm. Yeah, they'll let just about anything into a Hall of Fame these days. I know. <laughs> as long as there's enough capacity. <laughs> you, don't even, you don't even have to be really fun to mm. get into a Hall of Fame. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> hey, there's a pill out that could reverse the sedentary lifestyle that we all suffer from. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's being researched and apparently... Tested in Tokyo right now. This is a drug that can reproduce the positive effects that exercise would typically have. And so apparently you can be healthy just by popping a pill now. It replicates the process by which we induce calcium. It stimulates muscle cell growth. And it can replace exercise, yeah. according to researchers in Tokyo. Bax, I would think this would be like a it, godsend it, for yeah, you. Yeah, but you know what? You didn't list any of the, the negative side effects. And uh, there's bound to be a few. And uh, that's what I would be worried about. All right. I would be, too. Yeah, you know, like a perineum issue yeah. or, you know, <laughs> you, know, you know, bleeding from the eyes. Mm. You know, something I, I don't want to be involved in that. All right. Well, I thought you would be all over this because you would of your, think, your feelings but, about exercise in general. And and I love pills, but I'm just uh, I'm just uh, I'm worried about what else comes with it. All right, it's got to be something. Seven forty three with back Stephen Dave coming up next, and now hear this. We'll hear from Will Reichelt and others straight ahead on Rock one hundred two. This is. 
Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 749 and the police. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Going to be uh, nice and sunny today with a high of 70. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 74. It's 59 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, we didn't get even a chance to mention this, but uh, tonight at uh, Latitudes in West Springfield, uh, Dr. Wes Chesterson's going to be playing there. Oh, sweet. Yeah, he'll be. Uh, it's, a, it's a live show. I believe it starts at uh, 6 o'clock. And uh, wickedly talented guy. You know, you had uh, Stephen Wright on, uh, what was it, last week we had Stephen Wright? Mm, yeah. yeah. Talking about uh, Dr. Wes Chesterson. Hilarious and uh, a great musician. So that's tonight at Latitudes in West Springfield. Sweet. There Se- you have it. 7.50 right now. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Redneck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from 22 News with the Big E fast approaching. 22 News caught up with Will Reichelt, and he gave out some tips about navigating the Big E, especially the traffic this year. Be patient. Generally, there is always going to be a lot more cars on Memorial Avenue Memorial neighborhood for the next 17 days than there is usually. Just be mindful of that, looking for parking. Don't be afraid to walk or take a scooter. There's those scooters again that... We talked about a couple hours ago yeah, during the news. He's, he's hung up on these little scooters. But, uh, you know, if if you're like me and, and neither want to get a scooter or to walk very far, mm-hmm. just be, be prepared. Someone's going to whack you for like 20 bucks to park your car. These scooters are motorized, though? They're the motorized ones? Or, or do you have to, like, like push yourself along with the sole I, of your I foot? I honestly don't know if they're a Razor scooter or not. Okay. But, All uh, right. That, w- that would be fun, though. Clip number two. From Western Mass News, they talked about Merriam-Webster adding a bunch of new words, and they talked to locals about some of these new words, like supply chain, dawn chorus, surface wave, and Western Mass News quizzed a Springfield man about another term that was added to the dictionary. It's an occupation to keep yourself busy, and if you want to look for something that's in the river, let's say if you want to go magnet fishing in the Connecticut River, God knows what you'll find. Luis Morales of Springfield knew exactly what magnet fishing was. That yeah. one's for you, Steve. There you probably, go. probably heard you talking about it and became well-informed. Yes. Well, I've turned people on to many different things. Yeah. And, of course, uh, the warning yeah. from Luis Morales about doing that in the Connecticut River where you could find just about anything he says well anything that's uh, that's you know magnetic you know I mean, there's a lot of things down there that don't come up with a magnet sure clip number 3 from America's Got Talent last night Roastmaster General Jeff Ross was on and here's what he said what an honor for me to finally meet my hero the king of mean himself Simon Cowell <laughs> in the mean business. You've rained on more parades than global warming. (laughs) You're like the Grinch if he hated everything instead of just Christmas. (laughs) This is a sad moment for me. I play this clip because I believe Jeffrey Ross, who I love, has jumped the shark. What? On this? Yes, with this. No. no. This is like this Come is horrible on. to me. Well, no. you're also not getting the unedited uh, <clears throat> speech, too. Well, I know, but you can't do anything like what he's normally 
famous for doing on America's Got Talent. That's my point. I mean, Not a, like, <laughs> I don't want to see Jeffrey Ross on America's Got Talent. I Je- see- Jeffrey Ross, it doesn't matter where he's at. If he's insulting somebody, it's worth seeing. Not last night, based on that audio. I'm just saying. No. You, you found that you found that amusing. I didn't hear any laughs coming from you guys. Well, I laugh in uh, you know inside, uh, you know, deep in my soul. That's usually where I do most of my laughing. I laugh and die at the, in the inside at the same time. <laughs> so it's kind of like the clowns with the laughing mm-hmm. or the crying on the inside. That's it. Tears of a clown. You're All absolutely right. right. All right. Clip number four from a guy named Omar Khoury. He's a North Carolina guy, and he was able to start a new bar called the Wrong Number. And this all arose after he got contact info of telemarketers and then sued them. He explains. I just started answering those calls and answering their questions enough to figure out who they are. And then once I figured out who they were, I was able to go after them. When I last counted, it was just over $100,000. It's going to be called the wrong number. Yep. The whole telemarketer thing just kind of gave it a backstory I didn't have before. So that's how the, the, the wrong number came about is, well... Hey, they called the wrong number because then they had to deal with me, and it led to the bar. The bar called the wrong number. He made $100,000 suing telemarketers. That yeah. sounds like That's a good. great idea. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a great idea, but <clears throat> too many people are doing it now, so it's kind of like... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Mm. It, it, basically, if you send a, like a like a demand from somebody, like a like a court order, small mm-hmm. claims court thing, yep. if they don't answer it, they have to pay whatever it is. Like the judgment usually goes to the person who filed the claim if those if the other party doesn't respond. Now, not hardly any of these places respond because they're just doing calls all day long, and uh, and then they wind up having to pay, and then they do. They huh. pay a couple thousand dollars too because you violated the do not call list. I don't know. I'll be damned. Clip number, whatever number we're up to. Five. Chris Kozad, he's a single dad, and he's gone viral with this TikTok video about trying to find a date. I'm currently looking for a plus one to accompany my 15-year-old daughter, her friend, and myself to Kings Island. I am a single, divorced, 44-year-old from Ohio, and I'm looking for a single woman, preferably at least 34 years old, that enjoys roller coasters. Don't let the gray hairs in the beard fool you. I do also have the dad bod to go with it. This also comes with a fast lane plus pass, so we can skip the roller coaster lines all day long. There you go, Chris Ooh. Kozad, looking for a date, so he and his daughter and her daughter, his daughter's friend, can all go together. You know, it sounded pathetic for for a hot second, but then we talked about that fast pass. You're thinking, well, you yeah. know, yeah, don't have to wait in those lines. Yeah. He probably got some takers, I would imagine. Things you would do for a date. Yeah, I, I didn't look at him because I didn't watch the video. I just obtained the audio from the video, so I don't know what he actually looks I'm like. sure but, he's a lovely man. But it may yeah. not matter. There's going to be some woman who's going to be totally charmed by that. Probably. Let's hope so. We have a, we have another clip here. Can I, can I add one? Of course. Yeah. Can, you, uh, can course. you turn that up? Yeah. Because uh, I think everybody has forgotten. Uh... Oh, guess whose birthday it is today? Ringing in at 59 years old, it's Mike Baxendale. Yeah, happy birthday, buddy. (laughs) Thank you, Facebook, for reminding me. It's only 56. (laughs) Only 56. 59. You don't look a day under fifty nine. Actually, I wish it was fifty nine because yeah. my uh, my my days left before retirement would be significantly less. I think uh, does your uh, Apple Watch have a pessimistic outlook on how many days you really have to retire? Uh, you know, like well, maybe nine hundred days <laughs> instead of three thousand. Maybe, maybe like two days. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, it's hard yeah. to tell. Well, hard happy to tell sure. birthday! Oh, thank you. What thank you, you. What do you got planned for the big day? 
that you can uh, tell us about? Anything? This is about it. Um, <laughs> this, this is all I've got planned. All right. Like, yeah. Very Rock good. it out. Yeah. Birthday. Yeah. It's Bax's birthday. Hey, there you go. Yay. Oh, my God. Look at the time. It's uh, when every second counts because you're 56 years old. It is 7.57. Actually, 7.58. You're right, Bax. Time is ticking. And we've got Scott Zolak coming up next hour in the 102-second sports next on Rock 102. New England. Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know about you, but I happen to be the proud and satisfied holder of an Amazon Prime membership. You know, they don't just hand those things out to anybody. Oh, no. I had to work for it. And with that Amazon Prime membership, I'm able to receive free shipping on most of my important Amazon purchases. I can also expect, in some cases, either same day, next day, or two-day delivery on nearly everything that I buy. I also have access to Amazon Music, which I never ever use, and also access to Amazon Prime Video, which I am able to watch some things at no additional expense to me. Well, tonight... My Amazon membership becomes that much more valuable because tonight begins Amazon's exclusive new coverage of Thursday Night Football. And man, what a barn burner they picked. The Kansas City Chiefs facing the L.A. Chargers. Oh, man, that's a good game. But it's only a good game if you happen to have an Amazon Prime membership. I'm not sure how many people know this, nor do I know how many people are under the impression that Amazon is a channel on your local cable service because it's not. However... Amazon and the NFL are expecting that you'll be sucked in and compelled to sign up. After all, Amazon did just dump $13 billion on this thing. It's also costing them $67 million for the rights to carry tonight's game alone. That's why they hired Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet to cover the broadcast. But if you're not a member, then you, my friend, will be on the outside looking in, excluded from all the water cooler chit-chat around the office, ostracized in the exclusivity of this very exciting new perk of your valuable Prime membership. Sure, you're, they're, uh, they're raking you with a $139 a year membership fee for a bunch of things you'll never use, but can you really afford not to bear the heavy burden and the heavy expense of, of an NFL programming? I certainly wouldn't think you'd want to be the guy who's calling all his membership carrying friends like a freeloading jerk, hoping to move some space on the couch because you're too cheap to join the club, because that would make you look stupid. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, I'm looking at the Ego battery-powered leaf blower. 180 bucks at Rocky's. I'm looking at the Rocky's website. You can find it on the Rocky's app or pick up the flyer right there in the store. What's on sale at Rocky's? It's always at your fingertips. At Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-11 and Tom Petty with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. A great day today. Highs of about 70 or so with a mixture of sun and clouds. Uh, Scott Zolak was on the phone and uh, now he has uh, been disconnected. He has. Yes, he has. Yeah. Well, let me go see if I can fix it. Yeah, go get him while I, uh, while I stall for time. Yeah, I had him. Got disconnected. Just like a receiver being disconnected from his quarterback. It's like when the quarterback loses that uh, that radio transmission yeah, from the head coach right. or from the offensive coordinator. You see him holding both hands to the sides of his helmet, trying to like, wait, I, I can't hear anything. Yeah, like you know, he's tapping the side yeah. of his head. How am I going to call this play without a message from the sidelines? I will tell you that Scott Zolak is brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the NFL. 
Yeah, Steve is uh, trying to contact him right now. You know, how did quarterbacks do it back in the old days, backs, when they didn't have transmitters in their helmets and they couldn't look at those wristbands full of plays? How did they do it? I don't know. Steve had him. Got disconnected again. Mm. All right. All right, Steve. You uh, you do what you can. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, that's that one. We're going to ask Scott Zolak all about the Pats being favored on the road in Pittsburgh and the quarterback battle between Mac Jones and Mitch Trubisky all right. okay. and all right. some okay. po- potential injuries as well. Right. Scott, are you there? Hmm. All right. Uh, it, hello, Scott. Are you there? I am here. Yes! What the hell is going yes! on with this phone, we're man? Air. We're on the air. Don't Who swear. Don't calling swear. calling me? They keep dumping me. <laughs> no, 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 no one's dumping you. It's just like, uh, I don't know if you're uh, you're on a cell phone or what it is. You might want to <laughs> you might want to put your hand on a door or an antenna or something no, like no, that. No, no, no. It's not my reception because everybody says, hey, hold on a second. We're going to put you on hold. And it goes click and it goes right right to air. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, 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 well no, you're getting back at me. That's what it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, That's well, right. We're, f- we're finally getting our revenge on Scott Zolak. While we were trying to connect with you, Scott, we were joking about how quarterbacks have to have these uh, you know, transmitters in their helmets and they have to have the plays on yeah. their wrists. What happened in the old days when quarterbacks could call a game without any of that stuff? You take signals from the sideline. That's what's great. The fact it's Pittsburgh week, we got one of the greatest pieces of audio from Mike Tomlin. When they came up here and lost, remember when he had AB, he said, our, our headphones were down and we kept getting the Patriots radio broadcast. <laughs> <in our headset." laughs> so I was actually hammering him at the time because he ran a stupid Statue of Liberty play like early in the first half. So he must have heard it like we were hammering Mike Tomlin. <laughs> uh, so he was all pissed off. He was all pissed off after the game. Hey, let, let me ask you this. What, what do you think is worse? Losing to Miami in your first game of the season or taking the football out of your quarterback's hand and trying a 64-yard field goal to try to win a football game? What do you, what do you think is worse? I'd go with the latter right there because you already committed $240 million to that guy fully guaranteed. Yep. This is the uh-huh. dumbest thing. That's I've... the reason. It's the reason you went and got the guy. Yes. The game on his back and say go win it. You, know? and, I mean, and... you had Drew Locke. You settled for a 64-yard field goal when you have Drew Locke. You don't do that when you have Russ Wolf. Right. I mean, I, I, honest, honest to God, the, the the probability of a guy nailing a sixty-four yard field goal in his in his lifetime is 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 yeah. uh, is unheard of. But and it's only been done twice in the NFL yes. ever. So yes. right. it, it just it, you, what a boneheaded thing that was. Did he forget the game wasn't in Denver? Like, did that cross <laughs> anybody's mind? Like in Denver, you know, the ball's going to carry because it's a mile high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I talked to all my football buddies. I'm like, never, ever have we ever recalled settling for a 64-yarder with time on the clock. They had the ball with two minutes left and timeout. Yep. And they just proceeded to bleed it down. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, Scott, you mentioned broadcasting. We're going to have Bill Hillgrove on, the Steelers' longtime play-by-play guy. You want to talk some trash for him that we can replay? when no, we that's get... my man. Like he, My dad, my dad's no longer with us, but he and my dad were buddies back in the day. And Bill's been doing the games forever, so you got to ask him about his favorite color guy, tell him you could know me, I'm the color guy for the Pats, but there's this guy, Myron Cope. Myron Cope died. Myron Cope invented the terrible towel. Yep. And he talks like this, and he, you know, he's an old-school Pittsburgh guy. You know, just a squeaky <laughs> voice. Ask him his favorite Myron Cope story. Okay. And, uh, All right. That would be a good way. And well, by the way, I, I saw Tim Bo Camper. I saw Bo Camper down in Miami. He said you guys were real nice to him. All right. Well, th- here's some jokes I'm going to tell him. You ready? Uh, ready, Scott? 
Yeah. Right. What, what are the Steelers and uh, the employees of Chick-fil-A have in common? No one shows up for work, work on a Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, that's right, David. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. How, how do you keep a Pittsburgh Steeler out of your yard? Game day. Put up goalposts. <laughs> nah! Yeah, uh, yeah we're, gonna, we're gonna lay it on him. We're gonna lay it on him when we talk. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So let's let's talk about uh, about Sunday. Obviously, you know, this is not what anybody was hoping to see, you know, going into that into that first week. We talked last week about yeah. how, how important it was for the Patriots to come out you know, come out of the gates really swinging. In in, yeah. in your estimation, where did this thing really fail? Uh, the turnover, the strip sack. I think that the game went, you know, double-digit game at that point. Now it's a two-possession game. Like, I like the way they came out. I thought the opening drive was great. The ball was underthrown to Devontae Parker. Everybody's bitching about pass interference. You're going to have hand fighting like that with the best corners, you know, in the league when you got a 6'4 receiver. Put that ball up higher into the back. And if Mac, if you ask Mac, he'd like to have that one back. Yeah. Um, the game went, you, you, you turn the ball over on a pick first play of the game. The strip sack inside your own 10, you give them free seven. Other than that, the defense held them to 13 points. You know, if you can hold teams to 13, 14, 15 points, you're going to win games. You know, turning the ball over in the middle of the field, not getting a break to bounce your way. Two is trying to give you that game, dropping interceptions, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they played as bad as people think they think. Yeah, you know, when you and, and when um, you and when you look at the the numbers between Tua and and Mac, they're not so f- yeah. other than the, the interception. They're not so far apart. I mean, two thirteen uh, and two seventy yeah. yards. I mean, that's you know that's a couple of plays that could have gone either way. And then all of a sudden, Mac looks like a look, looks like a genius out there. Yeah, I, I would take Mac ten out of ten times over Tua. I, I think Tua's a nice player, but I, I think it's smoke and mirrors. It's a lot of. Play fake one way, dink, dunk, slant, spot routes. You know, I I don't see him like in the pocket. You know, carrying a team, hitting ten of ten on a drive. Yeah, um, it's it's sort of you need a lot of that misdirection and play action with him. And Mike McDaniel will do that. Uh, Patriots are favored on the road in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. Last week when we talked Shocker, to you, huh? you were kind of making fun of Mitch Trubisky, saying we need to take advantage of their quarterback. Yeah. He he kind of just managed the game last week. I mean, yeah. that, you know, he was okay. Is Kenny Pickett going to take over at some point? And why are the Patriots favored in this game on the road? It's a great question. Why are they favored? I think that's a big reason is Mitch Trubisky. No offense to Mitch Trubisky, but if this is Ben Roethlisberger in the heyday, we're probably a six-and-a-half, seven-point underdog going into this thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but it shows you what, what the respect of Vegas has for quarterbacks, mm-hmm. you know, and which guys are good and which guys aren't. And what's funny is, okay, okay, so so. Mm-hmm. People are bitching about them being favored. The money really hasn't swung Pittsburgh's way, so it's not like all of a sudden it's it's, it's an even or a plus one or you know it, Vegas knows Vegas knows something uh, because money's on the line here. And if people really feel Pittsburgh's going to win this game, you, Patriots should be a three point dog by game time, and that's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I, um, if I'm a Steel, if I'm a Steelers fan, I wouldn't get too uh, too jacked up about Trubisky. I mean, you know, the guy right. had a, a game or two. Uh, that seemed pretty decent in Chicago, yeah. and then you know they drove him out of town the second they got a chance to. He did win. I mean, that bottom line, he did win on the road in Cincinnati, and he's a team captain. But I look at his situation; it's going to be a lot like I think San Francisco. Like, how long are you going to put up with Trey Lance before you go back to Jimmy? Right. Yeah. You know, like, Jimmy will get you twelve wins. <laughs> Trey Lance will not. And there's going to be a point where Trubisky plays a stretch of games. Maybe it's middle of the season, but. No rush to put Pickett in there yet. You're up one. You're up one game to nothing on the division, so you got that going for you. This is Scott Zolak on the phone. This, you know, the uh, the Mac Jones back injury thing. Obviously, you know when it happened, and you know you're hearing the you know the reports that uh, you know he wasn't even going to be at the uh, at the post game press conference because of the pain that he was in. 
and then it turns out he's he's okay. Everything is 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 negative. Is that still a concern, or was it just a spasm that uh, that he had? And 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 what are they doing this week to to kind of protect him from this? He got hit so hard, I think, on that high low hit the the roughing a quarterback call that it forced him to have back spasms. But I think when you're playing in the game, your adrenaline takes over, so you don't feel pain as much. You know, it's kind of like you can run through a brick wall. And then when it's all over, then all that pain starts to settle in. What they did is I think, hey, if we're playing at home, they probably don't even x-ray it. But the fact we're getting on a plane an hour later on the team plane and he's going up in a pressurized cabin, let's make sure like there's not a punctured lung. Remember, Drew Bledsoe had the punctured lung back in the day. That's right. You, you've got to x-ray everything now just for precaution. But the Patriots have a rule. If, you, if you're knocked out, you go to x-ray, you're, you're not going to the podium if you're, if you're hurt. So her players don't speak. Next day they figured out he feels a lot better, and then he spoke with the, with the media yesterday. Ty Montgomery, oh, sorry, Ty Montgomery out uh, on the on the IR. Is that going to hurt the team, yeah. or is it not a big deal? Well, I think it hurts the team right now because he's the guy who caught your lone touchdown last week. Now he rolled into the end zone, but he was doing a lot. They were flexing him out. They were putting him in motion. They were handing him the ball, throwing him the ball. Now you got to develop a third down back, and I think it puts more pressure on a guy like Ramondre Stevenson. I was watching a, uh, reading a story this morning about uh, about concussions in the NFL in the in the in the preseason about these guardian caps that uh, the players yeah. were wearing, and a, 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 according to the the latest data that was released uh, yesterday, uh, concussions dropped by more than fifty percent over the over the summer. Do you do you buy that statistic? Uh, you know, based on on what you've seen, or do you think that's being a little optimistic? I think you should go watch a training camp, anybody that, that, that believes that this is the new way to go because you really don't hit anymore in training camp. Hmm. Training camps aren't the two-a-days, the nine-on-sevens, the Oklahomas, the goal line drills. You know, we covered, I think, 13 practices live from down there, watch the whole practice, and you really don't see any collisions. You know, they, can't, they, can, only, they can only go full pads 17 times a year in practices. So you get one day a week to be in full pads. The rest of them, you're in short, shorts and shells. So. Wow. I think that's where the league's heading, that the practices and the limited collisions that you're having, yeah, shock, shocker, right? Uh, do some numbers. If we have less collisions and you don't hit heads, concussions will go down. <laughs> I'm a dumbass. I can't even figure that out. <laughs> so it has nothing to do with the equipment. Well, that's, I mean, that's, yeah. what, I was, that's what I was figuring because, you know, I don't care what you're putting on your head. If you knock a guy's head, you know, into the ground – He's going to get a concussion. You know, nine out of ten times. Yeah, he's he's standing up. Floats, the brain floats inside the head. Yep. Correct. You you could wrap a guy's head. You know, with with six feet of bubble wrap, he could still get a concussion. It's not going to matter. It's not about what he's wearing on his head. It's about you know where his head is going <laughs> and how right. quickly it stops and into what exactly. Right. So <laughs> I, it, I I read that. I'm mean, well, that doesn't make any even make any sense that there would be well, a, I do, I that do kind of reduction. This, though, that, that, I, I do believe that the padded helmets, that stuff, it takes the little dings off. Like, there, there's periods when you get hit, you get an extremely mild concussion just from a little head tap. You know, it's those bone-jarring hits that really send you into next week where the guy's curled up in the fetal position. Mm-hmm. But you know, what they can limit is those smaller hits that really build up and could, could you know, take, take, take course over uh, a given period of time to where, yeah, you're going to build up some plaque inside your brain. Nice. So. All right. So Sunday uh, against the other uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, one yeah. o'clock. You'll hear that game here on Rock hey. One Two. You'll hear you'll hear Scott Zolak talking quite a bit. Scott, you got that new dog. Hey, uh, you got that new dog. What's the best way to teach that dog to roll over and play dead? You have him watch a couple of Steelers games. Hey. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> this could be great. 
See, you're throwing. Don't don't throw all your stuff out the window. We got Ravens coming up next. I oh hate yeah, yeah, oh, right. I'll have jokes for them too. All right, let's go. Well, quick story for you though too. Your big rock station play sticks renegade. Steelers start that at the, at the beginning of every fourth quarter. The terrible terrible towels are going nuts, and you can't hear yourself think when they play Renegade to start the fourth. Mm. All right, All right. We'll, we'll keep that in mind. And Scott, if I didn't like sticks anymore, I don't like them anymore now. <laughs> I can't stand them. There you go. Perfect. Hey, we'll talk to you next week. See you, guys. You bet. Scott Zolak, brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the NFL. It's 727 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Uh, you know, uh, we're going to be talking to Dave Miner uh, coming up in probably about 15 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a report this morning at a New York City uh, describing an altercation with a homeless individual. Uh, they're called undomiciled now. Oh, undomiciled. That's the new term. Come undomiciled. on. Come on. Seriously? Yeah. Undomiciled. Huh. Is it not uh, shelter deficient? No. Or unsheltered is another one. Hmm. But undomiciled is the preferred go-to now uh, to call somebody homeless. So no longer tent dweller. No. no. Okay. No, what no, happened to the uh, friends of the undomiciled downtown <laughs> Springfield? <laughs> I think they're still in business. Are you? Uh, are yeah. you homeless? No, I'm undomiciled. Oh, uh, friends uh. of the undomiciled would be FUD. By the way, if you're looking for the acronym, Ooh, for there that. you go. Ooh, yeah. FUD. Mm-hmm. FUD. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so Dave Miner uh, from Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. Uh, you know, I give him a lot of credit. He's the, the, the first to, to, to jump on top of this thing with the Mayflower Marathon, and we deeply appreciate it. We'll be talking to him in uh, just a little bit. It's 828, 832. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. You guys have been mentioning the Big E coming up tomorrow. Well, a couple of new attractions for the Big E, the Sky High Super Wheel, which, according to Gene Cassidy, is a brand-new climate-controlled gondola that soars into the air, and when you're up at the top, you can see all the way to Hartford. And you can see the animals dying on the ground below you. Will you stop, please? I mean, Mm. that one animal died, and all of a sudden we're still holding on to it. Well, maybe everyone think that maybe uh, Beulah's own personal activities were the thing that killed her? Smoking, you know, eating uh, I don't think that, a lot of trans I, I really, fats. I really don't think that Beulah was uh, loading up on cream puffs and uh, maybe Beulah, corn dogs. Maybe Beulah wasn't uh, social distancing. Sedentary lifestyle. Yeah, or you know, washing her flat hands. Yeah, sedentary lifestyle because she's locked up in a cage. Mm-hmm. Well, this is why there are going to be protesters at the Big E. Yeah. All three weekends, they're saying that they will be there protesting. Oh, I heard from the uh, director of that group. Yeah, uh, they are definitely going to be out there. Yeah, we talked about it last hour. What did, did they did they want to come on and explain their oh, platform? Yeah, yeah. yeah we can we can definitely get them on. Mm-hmm. Sure, God. Again, focus on the positive: the Sky High Super Wheel and the Biggie's first ever mystery giveaway. They're mm-hmm. calling it a secret grand prize. Now, when I, you're up that high, does the smell of the Biggie from all the people and the animals reach that up to the top? No, what you wind up smelling is the waft of Bondi's Island. Uh, Oh, even better. Yeah. It gives you a little bit of break. That's like when you live in an apartment complex and everybody's cooking at the same time and you get all everybody's different. One guy's cooking like curry chicken. The other guy's cooking uh, yeah. shepherd's pie, you know? When I was living in my uh, my sad divorce guy apartment mm-hmm. in uh, in Chicopee for a while, uh, everybody, uh, yeah, it was a, a like a, a multi-dwelling, you know, mm-hmm. building. And uh, there were a lot of people living in there. And uh, I believe that they're, they're single- uh, occupation was cigarette smoking. Hmm. 
And that's all no. these people did was like smoke cigarettes all day long. And of course, that would, you know, enter into uh, my uh, my space. And so my things are starting to smell like yes. stale cigarettes. But the white noise provided by the cries of the divorced men who lived in that building uh, put you right to sleep, and you didn't even notice. The oh bad yeah, no, absolutely. Smoke. You know, being in that yeah. uh, in that fetal position in tears uh, <laughs> certainly put me to sleep. No idea what you're talking about. Nice and comfortably. The Big E's first ever mystery giveaway, as I was saying, occurring this year. A secret grand prize. In order to win, you scan the QR code on your fair ticket, and you're automatically entered. You'll find out on the last day of the fair if you're the winner of the secret grand prize now, from I'm, the Big E. I know it's a mystery, and I know they don't want to come right out and tell you what it is, but I have my suspicions. Yeah? I'm going to guess that the mystery prize are more Big E tickets for next year. Hey. that's I, I was I, told I, it was your, your parking reimbursed. Huh. <laughs> yeah, right. Like now what if you park that? across the street and Please. you get your weight in butter? That's what uh, somebody said. God, I would love that. That's a lot of butter. I still say the butter cow would be the best uh, prize you could get. All right. Well, who knows? Sign up. Get in the running. I will do it. You got to be in it to win it. Uh, you got to pay a lot to buy it. In this case, it's the <laughs> home of the founder of Yankee Candle, Michael Kittredge. His daughter is online on TikTok talking about some of the qualities for this colossal estate that is for sale. It's a home located at 113 Juggler Meadow in Leverett. Two car barns, space for a total of 80 classic cars, a concert space where Hall & Oates once performed, 16 bedrooms, a nine-hole golf course, a pool, an indoor water park, a bowling alley, and a two-story arcade. All of that could be yours for just $23 million in leverage. Yeah. Does this uh, arcade come with skee-ball? You know, I don't know. Oh, if it doesn't, then I'm out. So my uh, my late wife used to get hired to bartend Christmas parties at this place. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She said it was absolutely amazing. I mean, it was like a, it was like being in a castle almost. Hmm. But um, Michael Kittredge, for uh, for all uh, his efforts, this guy, you know, he's he's like a true American dream guy. He starts making candles for his mom's friends when he was little, and yeah. then he turns this thing into a multi billion dollar business. American dream come true, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Right. And uh, he used to like to mess with the other rich people that he invited to this complex. That's fantastic. And people like, like uh, Frank and uh, Kathy Lee would uh, oh, be yeah? there. Yeah, it was all these like famous people, obviously. Not, the Giffords. Right? The Giffords. Yeah. Yeah, bring the Giffords up to the mm-hmm. Yankee Candle guys. Eh? Wow. With all these like, uh, you know, big corporate guys and all these just rich people just going on to this place for a Christmas party. And uh, he used to serve wine. And he had this, like, you know, $3,000 bottle of wine that he put up on the on the bar mm-hmm. yeah. as if that's the wine that you're drinking. And, uh, and next to it would be uh, they would serve the wine out of carafes. Yeah. And uh, he would uh, he would be pouring – bartenders would be pouring the wine all night long and everybody – all these wine snobs would be trying to, mm, this is so – oh, delicious from the Fran- uh, Fran- French Bordeaux. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all this stuff. And then at the end of the night, he would reveal to them that it was just boxed wine that he bought at the at the local package store, yeah, you know, the you, Franzia. You rich snobs were drinking yeah. Franzia. He's like, hey, all hey night. by the way, uh, you weren't drinking that three thousand dollar bottle of wine. We only got one of those. Uh, I, I got boxes of Franzia in the back. That's barefoot, yeah, barefoot that's sellers. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, what, a, what a what a good dude. That's that's. Yeah. Well, this is how millionaires become millionaires, yeah, yeah. right? 
and how they stay millionaires. Yeah, you're not going to go spend $3,000 bottles of wine on right. all your rich friends coming over. They can buy their own $3,000 yeah, bottle of wine. I mean, that, that is true. I mean, you wouldn't want to buy cases and cases of $3,000 wine. Right. But on the other hand, it's kind of nice to take a bunch of rich snobs and say, hey, here you go. Yeah, yeah. I screwed you. And yeah. what are you going to do about it? What are you going to ruin my candle company? Wait, I don't think are you, so. Are you going to walk out of here not being drunk anymore? Yeah. He was, he was, a, good, he was a good guy. And now yeah. his, kid, his kid's doing that whole uh, Kringle candle thing up there. How's he doing up there? I think, he's I doing think they're good. doing pretty well yeah. up there, yeah. You can look at videos that the daughter posted on TikTok of the estate or the photographs. I don't know if you checked them out, Bax. It has a great photograph of that arcade, mm. yep. and there it, it does look like there's skee-ball. There, All right. So. Then I'll put a bid in. <laughs> the one thing that uh, Kyrie Kittredge said did not exist in the house was the smell of Yankee candles, ironically. They didn't believe in that because they didn't want to ruin the smell of the home. You, you know, the thing is, you know, the people that work there, I mean, it's, it, it was always a great place to work, especially when, when Michael Kittredge was alive and, and, and owned the building. But, uh, I mean, if you're surrounded yourself with the great smelling wax all yeah. day, do yep. you want to smell that at home? No. And you know what? I knew a guy who worked at, uh, years ago, worked at uh, State Line Potato Chip Factory in Wilbraham when they had it in Wilbraham. Yeah. And- he said, "At the end of the shift, your hand you'd be covered, you'd be ensconced in like sour cream and onion uh, powder, mm. or cheese powder, or barbecue powder, whatever chips they were making that day." Right. He'd uh, he'd come up. It's like the last thing you want is another potato sure. chip or see a potato chip yeah. uh, in front of you. I want yeah. you get out of work. It's like, like when I get out of here, do you think I listen to a radio? I was gonna say Please. The same. Yes, right. Oh, it's like yeah, you work at McDonald's. say you work at McDonald's all day. You're making Big Macs left and right. The last thing you want at the end of your shift is Big Macs. The last thing I want at the end of my shift is more Tom Petty. It's like you know, the the whole bus driver's holiday thing. You know, the last right. thing a bus driver wants to do is take a bus to vi- on his vacation. That's true. Actually, that's the last thing anybody really wants. Well, to do. if you're if you, <laughs> I'm I kid I kid. It's like the last thing head injury Dale wants is to go like pound his head you know against the side of a building he's with one of want, those uh, protective helmets on. He's no, not going to want to beat his head against the wall. It's much easier to listen to this show to get. Yeah, that well, same listen effect. to us beat our heads against the wall. Hey, my girlfriend is going to get a tattoo soon, guys, and there's a new way to get a permanent tattoo that's painless. They're pioneering it right now. Instead of sitting for hours and during painful punctures, the new technology in the form of a skin patch, it's being billed as painless, bloodless, and speedy. It's a breakthrough process involving a skin patch that has microscopic needles. Scientists at Georgia Tech say the microneedles are smaller than a grain of sand, making their impact on the skin painless. So you just put hmm. the patch on your skin with a little micro thing, and it does it, and then you, you pull with it the, off, and then there's the your same, tattoo. The same quality? Good question. When the patch is pressed into the body, the microneedles dissolve with the ink, and after a few minutes, you got a perfect tattoo, it says. I can give you a mushroom stamp for free. <laughs> Think I'll... I think I'll pass. You sure? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Only I'm takes all, a second. I'm all set. Might hurt a little. I'm really all set. It's 841 with back Steve and Dave. We've got a special guest coming up right here yep. already. Dave Miner from Dave uh, Dave Miner's Exterior Home Improvement is going to be here talking about the uh, Mayflower Marathon match. Very excited about that. So he's coming up in just a matter of minutes. It's 841 or Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 849 and Collective Soul with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Get used to the sunshine. It's going to be around pretty much throughout the whole weekend, except maybe Sunday, a slight chance of rain there. Say what else you get uh, used to. Uh, you know, hearing, uh, hearing people around 
the Springfield community really stepping up for the Mayflower Marathon. Including our guest right now, uh, Dave Miner from Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, started the uh, the Mayflower Marathon match uh, just a few short days ago, and it's doing very, very well. And Dave Miner is in the studio with us right now. Good to see you, Dave. Good to see you guys. Thank you very Good much. To see you. But we should actually should be thanking you because this is a, actually a very generous thing to, to start things off. You're the first to to kind of uh, to hop on board and say, I want to help, and we appreciate it. Hey, this is not about me. This is not about you. It's about helping families and giving back to the community. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this actually started off me jumping on board early. Was um, I called uh, Scott, my sales rep with your company, and uh, I was going past a town in Chicopee. I was going past a um, a park, and I saw probably 150 to 200 senior citizens lined up to grab a bag of potatoes and a couple other uh, essentials. Yeah. You know, this is not only senior citizens, but this is you know our listeners' parents aunts, uncles, grandparents, who are probably ashamed to actually go to their family and ask for a little bit of help. You know? That's actually a really well put uh, thought because I think you know, a lot of people just assume that the open pantry or the Mayflower Marathon is just about homelessness. It's really, it's really not just that. It's, you know, there, there are people who, you know, they have a, a fire in their home, you know, need a place to need a place to find food for their families. And, you know, people find themselves in, in difficult situations all the time, and that's why the open pantry is such an essential service to our community. Because, I mean, they provide a number of different things. So, I mean, I I, I'm, I appreciate the fact you you put it that way. I think that's really important for people to understand. This is where it started. I mean, we've uh, I mentioned to you guys before when I talked to you at the Wing Fest about you know Harry Chapin always mentioning, you know, you guys are going to help out this weekend, but for the holiday time. But what about the rest of the year? Right. You know, right. We need to step up the rest of the year, especially the, especially the ones that we can step up because we are really helping our families. You know, um, there's a lot of family members who don't know that their families or their neighbors or somebody's dealing with, you know, some type of, uh, you know, financial situations that aren't telling people. You know, it could be your neighbor's neighbor's kid that you're helping by donating to the Mayflower Marathon or yeah. any other type of organization like this. Sometimes people are too proud to admit they have That's a problem. Exactly right. And so how, how do people get involved with the match aspect of this? Well, actually, yeah. well, I got everything in front of me. Okay. Uh, basically, uh, the uh, the Dave Miner Mayflower Marathon match works like this. You have until October 7th to, uh, to make a monetary donation onto rock102.com. You click on the banner to donate, and uh, Dave will uh, match up to $5,000. Wow. So. It's a very, very generous thing for you to do, mm-hmm. and you know that's a lot of that's a lot of roofs and windows to uh, to reinstall. Uh, and thank my customers for allowing me to be able to, to do this. You yeah. know, if I didn't have a successful business, and part of it is with you guys, the last couple of years through the pandemic have carried my business by letting me advertise on your station. So we've actually strived through the last three years and yeah, been able well, to do things. Well, we've been debating whether we wanted your money to advertise. It really, <laughs> it's really a lot of meetings, a lot of arguing. And, <laughs> and thank you for the hardship that you've had to endure of putting up with a sales rep from Rock 102. Yeah. That's, that's correct. That ain't easy. <laughs> We know who you're talking about. Yeah, and boy, that guy is sketchy. But I would like to say, you know, I'm I'm donating the first five thousand bucks right. on a match. I don't. I'm hoping we just don't stop at ten thousand dollars here, folks. I hope we get thirty, forty, yeah. fifty thousand dollars. Well, and it's and it's folks like yourself who are inspiring other people to to start the, the these match uh, programs or even donation th- things uh, receptacles at their workplaces. So we do appreciate everything that you're doing. I got to tell you, Dave. You know that the, the the thing that is amazing to me 
is that you know during this whole you know transition period that we you know we've been on the air talking about this and you know trying to find a new place i have been just floored by the amount of people who want to do more than they've ever done before and and, and are saying you know what what can i do to help I and mean, people that that normally help and people that never help that have never been involved are suddenly really focused on what they can do to make this event uh you know tremendous this year and it's you know for for me it's 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 really motivating you know to be in a new place that that wants us to be there to have people say hey we want to partner with you you know whether it's whether it's you guys or you know some of the other people that that have, that have really stepped up and and there's going to be more news coming out soon uh it's it's just it's just i'm speechless on a lot of this stuff because i would never have thought that you know, a situation that made very little sense to us could actually turn out to be a benefit. And I think we are really at that point where this may be a benefit for yeah. us. I think, I think it's going to be, I mean, we've, uh, you know, the, the MGM, I think is a great place for us to land. Yeah. And I think that, uh, with their marketing and their, you know, organization, I, they want to help us, you know, they do. They just don't want to give us a parking lot. They want to help us. Yeah. I think it's going to be great for everybody. Well, you know? we 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 sincerely appreciate your effort in this. The uh, the Dave Miner Mayflower Marathon match. It's awesome. And thank you very very much. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Awesome. Again, go to rock102.com. Click on the banner to donate and and Dave will uh match up to $5,000. You have until October 7th to do so. Dave Miner, good to see you. Thank you very much, guys. We appreciate Thanks. it. Mm-hmm. It's 8:55. We're back Stephen Dave and Rock 102.